0: And welcome to another episode of A Key with Kiyoshi I am your host, Kiyoshi Warrior And today I have a true tastemaker in the building You may have seen him on your timelines, analyzing lyrics from your faves Getting shouted out by Nicki Minaj on Queen (laughs) Radio Or fostering the conversation and asking poignant questions that get answered by Doja Cat And many more, okay? He is a YouTuber who just recently hit 25K, who is living and thriving, all while having cystic fibrosis. He is one of the realest out here. He is Bobby Foster.
1: Wow. (laughs) I I wasn't ready for all that.
2: That was was an amazing intro. Thank Uh, you. That was awesome.
0: Thank you for being here. I'm so used to being on your show. Now you on mine.
2: That's how we do it. I was Absolutely. as soon as you told me, you know, that you were thinking about doing this. I, I had to come on an episode for short
0: I for appreciate short. it. Well, today we're going to get into everything bullies. Were you the bully or the bullied? We're going to talk about all of it. But first, I want to ask you because you you really are one of my favorite content creators. I love I appreciate that. all of it. I listen, you got me on TikTok. I don't even like TikTok, but yeah, I, <laughs> I got on TikTok <laughs> to watch your little mini breakdowns, and I'm still stuck on your reaction <laughs> to, to sizzle <laughs> rapping. That shit was hilarious, bro. You were completely taken aback. So I want to know what's your favorite part about creating? What do you what do you love about the process?
2: Ooh, yeah, this is definitely different as far as me being asked the questions. Okay, this is good. <laughs> um, Okay, so what do I... You said, what do I love about creating? Yes. Mm, I think so. I actually just passed the three-year anniversary on my channel on the 2nd of May. And so oh, I, was, yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, what have I loved during this journey so far? And I feel like the biggest thing absolutely is, like, the community I'm building. And I know that sounds cliche, but... I feel like for me, it hits a little different because like I started my channel during uh, COVID, like during the lockdown part of COVID. Uh-huh. So it was like a place where we're like all lonely, like everybody's lonely all across the world and stuff. And I was able to like make this discord and like build like a community of like online friends and everything like that. And we're still going strong. And like, it's really cool. I've been able to build some actual really good relationships, even like with you, like we talk yes. all the time we do and so like that's just really cool to me that's been the the coolest part to me and also just being able to kind of have those interactions with artists that I really love and really like I feel like that's another thing like yeah like Doja Cat replied to me yesterday bro, and then bro, Gabrielle that... Union liked the tweet that I had yesterday I was like oh that's pretty cool you know what I'm saying <laughs> so,
0: wait I miss Gabrielle when did that happen yeah what
2: so she she didn't reply or no she just liked to tweet but I was like oh damn that's Gabrielle Union that's crazy
0: <laughs> icons so, icons yeah yes, but sir. so
2: those are the two things that I'm I'm really enjoying about it so far
0: I love it and honestly you are one of the best interviewers I know oh thank you. I like, I love, I love, reason why I love being on your podcast is I feel like you just have a very welcoming spirit, very welcoming energy, but you ask like really great questions, which yeah. is why I wasn't surprised when Doja responded <laughs> and she gave you the realest answer. The realest answer. When I saw your name on the ad, I was like, yes, Bobby, yep. yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. Cause you just did. I, I think that, that that is clearly, clearly easy to recognize about you. Um, so who because I know you've done several interviews so far. Yeah. Who are some people that you really want to interview and why?
2: Yeah, so oh, that's a good question too. So I feel like number one on my list just as far as a dream interview would actually be Big Sean. Um
0: Oh, I could see that easy. I know you love him. <laughs>
2: yeah, Big Sean is definitely like one of the biggest inspirations I have as far as like getting into music. um, And he, the reason why I would really love doing an interview with him outside of me, just like liking him as an artist is I've seen him do interviews and I've seen his like own personal growth and he gets really deep in interviews, which mm-hmm. would be like the interview I would love to do. Like, really getting into personal stuff and just like deep questions. So, and he's like not afraid to answer those. So that's why I would that's the really best. yeah. So he he's definitely my number one for sure. Um and then also I want to a big thing I like to do even on my channel outside the interviews is I like to do reactions and just talk about artists that are like underrated and underappreciated. So, people like Tanase, I would love to interview oh Tanase.
0: No, can you know I be saying? there, though? Yo. I love her. No, she's, <laughs> she follows amazing. me on Twitter. I love her. I,
2: yo, that's crazy. That's Hook me girl. up. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, she yo. know that's that's one of my girls. I my would girls. love
2: to interview Tinashe. Um And like even like Big Sean, I feel like he's underappreciated and underrated. Oh, most definitely. Especially um, as a
0: lyricist, absolutely. For sure.
2: Just artists like that. Ray, you know what I'm saying? Flo. I'm still um, stuck, bro, because you told I told me. you that Ray album was amazing. I told you. It's still my favorite album this year. That album it, is amazing.
0: Absolutely. From top to bottom. Did you see her tiny desk? I didn't.
2: I didn't even know she did one. I didn't see. I haven't even
0: seen a clip on it
2: about, like, on Twitter or nothing.
0: Bro, you got to watch. Oh, I got to watch, watch that her for sure. Sick. Yeah, I Sick. bet. Sick. Oh, my God.
2: Her voice is spectacular. Uh, even, like, yo, oh, my God, Maya, I'll tell you who I wanted to interview the most, like, last month. I wanted to interview Chloe so bad because there were so oh. many interviews she was doing. <laughs> I was like, "What are y'all asking her?"
0: I'm just gonna fall to the wayside. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to fall.
2: I feel like there was interviewers being shady and oh, like, oh, it was
0: disgusting. So, asking was her about bad. Beyonce and like, I was like, bro. And then
2: like this one interviewer asked her such a leading question. He was like, you know, your sales didn't do so good. You know, like, did not, have, they did not say, yeah, that. yeah. And he was like, you know, and like. That doesn't mean it's going to stay that way and, like, it still has a chance to blow up. Like, how do you, how'd you feel about all that going down? I was like, that's not, you don't, what? like, lead, like, with that.
0: How do I feel about my sales? Bro, the audacity. And he said
2: being low. Like, if you wanted to talk about her sales, like, he could have just asked, like, so, you know, what do you feel about uh, the dropping of your debut album? And like, leave just it open go from for <laughs>
0: interpretation, like, bro, don't just leave, backed her ass into a corner. For real, how do you how do you like your low sales? What type of question? <laughs> I right. see, I haven't I haven't watched that many interviews. I watched a little bit of her Breakfast Club interview, and she dragged yeah. for them not even listening to DJ even oh, listening yeah, to her yeah. album. I was like, get them, girl, yeah. Like
2: you gotta at least just run through at least a few songs before you interview somebody. Like, that's come on, insane.
0: Now. But yeah, it's so insane. all those
2: all those underrated, underappreciated artists, I feel like would be my lane I would want to be in for sure.
0: Absolutely. I'm waiting on that Bia one, too, because I saw that.
2: Bia, too. Exactly. Or even, like, on the for the people that are well-known, like someone like Doja, for example, I feel like, you know, she's in the space and she said it in that tweet where she replied to me that she wants to start getting more personal with what she's doing. Yeah. And we haven't seen that side of Doja yet, so it would be cool to, like, interview her on that. Like, I want to really get into like these deep type of questions and answers because i feel like a lot of these artists go into interviews and the interviewers are looking for clickbait or they're yeah. looking for you know stuff like that and i just want to be known as this interviewer that's just like genuine not looking for anything yes just sir. like wanting to have a discussion and like bring this level of introspection that their fans would appreciate because like, that's what just... i want to be known for
0: Yes, sir, because we attach to these artists. We want to know more about them, especially because she said in that tweet that she felt like she hasn't been authentically herself to an extent. So it's like she's built this entire just this entire empire basically so far off of it off the, I want to yeah. see what she's actually like. Listen, like the next project going to be fire.
2: It's going to be good. And like, you can even tell like aesthetically this clip came out of someone filming her, filming her music video that's coming out and like a st- So she's just like walking on like a uh, LA street at nighttime. And like aesthetically, you could just tell it's going to be like way more gritty, like not like oh. pop kind of stuff. And then what's really crazy is, so I'm not surprised that she said that about the music because the day Planet Her dropped, and I pre- I'm i pretty sure I may have receipts of this somewhere, like in my Discord or something. <laughs> the day it dropped, she went on live and she was talking about the album. And she, like, apologized for, what was it? Oh, she apologized for uh, Ain't Shit because she, like, did, she, like, previewed it on a live and everyone loved it and then on the album version everybody hated it because like it sounded a little bit different than like when what? she previewed it but just the way she was like her energy around stuff i was like you know i feel like she hates planet her and yeah. then like no after I, yeah. like i so i've just had that feeling ever since so i'm not i'm not surprised that she said that i've been saying i'm like i don't know if she likes playing her that much like i just don't know like i don't feel it and so, i remember
0: her saying she was like some of her favorite songs didn't make it on the project
2: yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with that either. And like yeah. that's why I'm actually happy with her. It seems like she has a little bit more pull and can like do what she wants to do. And damn she, like, right she does.
0: So damn right,
2: I'm happy for her with that because I don't want her to be making music she hates. You know, until she gets out of her contract. That was
0: insane to think yeah. about that these artists even at that level, the, the anonymity they they do not have over their own careers. Is exactly, insane, crazy, insane to think about. But I'm yes. We're gonna get into the topic of the day and we're talking about bully. So I have first question. Let's do it. Were you the bully or the bullied? <laughs>
2: I was definitely the bullied for sure. Hundred percent. Okay.
0: Okay. 110%, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me tell me about your journey. I wanna know all about yours before I go into Man. my mine's long.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start with it, to be honest. I, I don't know where like it's it was I'm gonna go much. by
0: school sector, elementary school. Where did it start? Elementary, middle school.
2: Okay this is interesting I haven't thought about it this hard before so let's see <sighs> Elementary school was okay Elementary okay. school was good I don't think I got bullied in elementary school I have fond memories of elementary school okay. Middle school I got a little big That's why I started getting a little chubby And uh, I feel like that So I was that and then I was a band geek Right so oh, I feel like maybe. The, Would you play? Uh, Percussion <laughs> So I saw a drum line So you know, I joined yes. the band after that <laughs>
0: One band, one sound.
2: After I saw that, I was like, "Hey, mom! Like, drum lessons. Like, let's go!" Like, and then I did that for a while. um, All middle school. I was gonna do it in high school, but then I started focusing on basketball more. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like those two things in middle school is what I got roasted on the most for. And then also, like, I just always kind of had low self esteem. Yeah. And so I like. That probably stems from me having cystic fibrosis, I feel like, because um, like having that sickness, I feel like made me like stand out a little bit sometimes or not be able to participate in things other people were doing. So I felt like left out sometimes. Um, and at high school. OK, this is really interesting. This is where my bullied story gets interesting okay. because I was like the most popular person in my school hands down i was like the oh, most wow. popular person i was class president for three years i was on the basketball team i Come was on. i was uh homecoming king like everybody knew who i was right i was wow. i was cute. okay i was so the school i went to was called olympia and i even like in the yearbook i was named mr olympia and so like i was like everybody uh,
0: not you being. no where's the bully yeah. okay hear,
2: this is bu- what's really interesting <laughs> This was really interesting because every time I talk to people about my high school experience, people are like, "Bro, you were popular, like everything was going good, blah, blah, blah. But it never felt like that. Like, I feel like I was always getting roasted. So like, what? yeah, so like on the basketball team, for example, so cystic fibrosis, it affects your lungs a lot, um, among other things. But, you know, basketball is a ton of cardio. So, you know, I would need accommodations as far as, like, I can't run all the sprints with y'all. I can't do all this conditioning. And I feel like I would get, like, left out because of that or not seen as good playing basketball. I would also not get opportunities to play because I couldn't, like, do all the conditioning. And yeah. even though, like, my skill level was there, coaches have this thing of, like, oh, if you can't, like, do all the conditioning, then you don't get your minutes. Like, you can't play. So... All right. Yeah, so, like, and I'm, like, if I could, like, I would do it. And I was exactly.
0: like, even that feels, feels discriminatory. Oh,
2: today. 100%. Like, sports is definitely ableist as fuck, for sure. Yeah, I, I believe and, that. Yeah, and so, like, I would have coaches outside of high school, like my AAU coaches and stuff. They let me play all the time. Like, they, did, they didn't care. And, like, I would dominate, like, in travel basketball and stuff. Like, I was on, and even, like, at a young age, like, when I was 10, I was, like, on the best team in the country We won, like, three national championships in one summer. Oh, my bro, yeah. (laughs) Like, we were were doing good. And then um, I got, like, hurt in high school, which is, like, what stopped my basketball career. But, like, so I was definitely, like, getting bullied and, like, discriminated against in, like, sports for sure. And then that even, like, went to my teachers because my – what years was it? My junior and senior year. Damn, I can't remember. No, I think it was, like, my sophomore, junior, and senior year. I was, like, legitimately dying. And I was oh. in and out of surgeries all the time. I missed like half the year of school all the time. Wow. So like my team and like I was still like class president and stuff like that, but I would like miss so much school and like couldn't like keep up with my responsibilities and stuff. And like I had teachers talk shit about me behind my back to like other students. What? Uh, yeah, I did. I had multiple times, multiple times my friends would Bruh. come up telling me stuff like that. Um, And so like I even remember uh, my senior year, they um like Florida changed how like what like what classes, however many classes were necessary to graduate or whatever, and it was actually less. Um, and so I was already a senior, so I could take off first period and last period. Like I didn't have to show up for those because like I okay. was ahead in credits. And so we did like this Earth Day project where it was an all day thing from first to last period. But I didn't show up for first period. I didn't show up for last period because I had no classes, so I was I was able to leave. So I was I was literally about to leave for Earth Day the Earth Day project, and my teacher goes, "Don't you miss enough school already?" And I was like, "God damn, bro!" <laughs> I was like, wow. No. I was like, "That's cold. That was dirty." Because like he knows why I'm missing so much school, and, and then like my mom ridiculous. had to sue the county. Period. My mom sued the county because one of my teachers one year so when you when you have you know a disability or something like that you could get something called it's basically basically an accommodation accommodation plan i think it's called like a 504 plan if i remember correctly and like so every year she would meet up with all my teachers explain what's going on blah blah blah. basically give me this plan of like i can get more time to make up homework extra time to take tests all that kind of stuff and like one teacher that knew me she was like i I mean he doesn't look sick so i'm not going to sign off on this
0: oh and wow. then
1: yeah
2: and so then my mom sued and she won um <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and she didn't tell me that actually i found that out after i graduated she told me that she had to do that oh damn um,
0: as she so, should because what yeah. the hell do you mean he don't look sick so he i'm not okay I,
2: like that invisible illness shit, that's that's real like when you don't look sick if people Like, it leads to even more discrimination, I feel like, a lot of the times. Uh, Well, I won't say more. I say it looks different. It looks different because people expect you to be able to do what everybody else can do. And then when you're like, no, I can't, they think you're just making excuses or you're being lazy or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it's Um, the
0: same for mental as well.
2: Yeah. So I feel like definitely that's that's why my high school (laughs) school years are so polarizing because from the outside look again, it's like, oh, he's killing it externally. I was like winning at everything, but internally, I was like, damn, y'all, like this is killing me. Wow. Um, Yeah. So the bullying was definitely from like peers, teachers, coaches, all over the place.
0: Teachers and coaches is cr- grown ass adults yeah. bullying a child who's ill. Like is is. It's obviously- definitely wild.
2: <laughs> it's definitely wild. I've had and to I- go to a lot of therapy for that. <laughs>
0: you know oh man, listen. Go. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, I I can say the only year of school for me that was palatable and not ass was my senior year of high school, and that oh, is it. Wow. A- Oh, wow. That's it. Uh, everything else sucked. Mm. And now I will be airing out my grievances.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, Let's
0: hear it. Let's start with elementary school. Okay? Did people have been called. That's why I said this online stuff. On, we're going to talk about that later. But online stuff is never going to phase me because I people were calling me fat from first grade. First grade, they wouldn't let me ride the swing. They said I would break it, so they bullied me. They didn't let me get on the jungle gym or anything like that. Um, And then I entered my bullying era in fifth grade. I was the bully. Okay, I had a crew. Fifth
2: grade, you had a crew?
0: I had a gang. What? (laughs) I had a gang. We were called M-A-K-E. Obviously, the M stands for Maya. I'm not going to say the other girls, but it was M-A-K-E, as in make us mad and we'll mess you up.
1: That
2: was my crew. Okay. All right. Let's see where this goes. Did Did this last through middle school? High school
0: <laughs> Well my uh, Actually the elementary school I went to It stopped at uh, Fifth grade okay. So sixth grade Seventh and eighth was, was middle school And I went to a different Same. school But the last My last year At elementary school I was hell on wheels I was mm. hell on wheels I would We had our own Lunch table I had the girls in the, in the bottom half Of the clique Like they would go Save our table They would go get My lunch tray If people were Sitting at my table They were kindly asked To get up um, it was all of that. It was wow.
1: all.
0: I was, <laughs> I was fed up. I mean,
2: <laughs> I it makes fe- sense. It was your villain origin story, you know? <laughs> <makes sense>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my or- No, yeah, I was completely fed up. I was like, oh, y'all want to call me fat all the time? Cool. Either you're going to follow my instructions or we're going to fight. And nobody wanted to fight me. So... They followed my instructions. And that was my only that was my bullying error. It stopped, it began and ended and Oh, it
2: was just in fifth grade. It was just
0: fifth grade. <laughs> I was angry as hell. And okay. then middle school, it was the same thing. It was all the fat jokes. Um, but that's when like the physical stuff happened. I got hit in the face with a glass Snapple bottle on the bus by a boy i have a permanent scar above my what? lip from that oh yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. i had can't can i interrupt just real fast because it's yes. reminded me of something so we were in science class like in sixth grade and this girl we were dissecting frogs and this girl like spilled the formaldehyde shit on me on purpose oh my god on purpose oh my god then i just remember you you bringing stuff back for me there was this yeah kid come, it on, was come on juma bug <laughs> it was June, June not June
0: bug drag Yo, June bug come he on He was like
2: Shaq in 6th grade. This was a big kid like I like tall, big. I not even just not like chuck, like just big, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, in 6th grade.
0: statuesque.
2: And, and he just like he was a bully. I don't even remember specifically what he did, but he was just a bully. I just remember not liking him at all cuz he was mean. But that yeah, that girl, man. That made me mad. But okay, go ahead.
0: I can <laughs> <This is laughs> disgusting. It was yeah. nasty. Oh, it's so nasty. I can't, the smell. Oh, no. It was okay. nasty. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was that people were throwing things at me. People would try to spit at me. Oh, I God. I had, yeah, yeah. The first and like only birthday party I ever had, I was turning 14 and my theme was the 2006 BET Awards. Okay. I was like, everybody <laughs> come, everybody come dressed as like your favorite artist. I came to Sierra
1: uh-huh. and,
0: um. It was people in my own house that like I invited, and they was being mean and rude to me in my Damn. own home. And I couldn't tell my mama. Let me tell you about my mama. She's an attorney. Mm-hmm. On top of that, she's from the hood. She does not play. When it comes to her children, mm-hmm. I could not tell her anything. <laughs> and she gets so mad at me now that I'm older. She was like, I wish you would have told me. I'm like, no, because you would have been in jail. <laughs> okay. I, I just already yeah, knew real. how she moved. Mm-hmm. Um and then in high school in high school I did decide to tell her cuz it was like it it was relentless all of these mm. kids on my bus like ain't shit good happen on the bus bro like morning bus afternoon yeah. bus like it was horrible and that like just affected me mentally for like ever started Mm -hmm. my day like that ended my day like that and it was specific kids like in the back of the bus that would just torment me bro and one of the boys he was also like bigger is statuesque or whatever um and i told my mom i came home crying one day i couldn't hide it i usually like would try to pull myself together before Mm -hmm. i came into the house but she caught me crying and it was over with she's like who did it who made it and so i told her And then the next day, the next day, um, I got on the school bus in the morning, we're driving, we're going through our bus stops and stuff. I see my mama's red Corvette zoom and cut the bus off at the end of the road. This is like a
2: movie right here.
0: Bro. <laughs> she pulled up, <laughs> hopped out, and she was in her robe. She was in her night robe. Yes. Um, and then she got on the bus and went straight to the back and let him have hell. And she said, and you could tell your parents, I said every word of this. They can come see me. Come to my <laughs> office, crazy. Tomlin Law offices, LLC. I was like. Yo. No. And then she got off the bus. before she got off the bus, she came over to me. And she said, You let me know if he say anything else to you. It was I was it was all of that.
2: Yo.
0: It was all of that. It was that reminds
2: of that. me of um what was that? What was that Medea movie with Kiki Palmer? <laughs> you gonna know
0: talk about? Yes. And she gets <laughs> on the bus. It, was, was it,
2: it does the color purple.
0: <laughs> it was Madea, it was Medea Goes to Jail. She's like, oh, all my life I had. This. Yeah. <laughs> My mama ain't put no hands on no kids, but she made it clear <laughs> that she would. She made it very no. clear. She said, "Let her come home crying again and see what I do to you." I was like, "My God!" Ooh.
2: So did that? Did that make things better or worse?
0: Oh no, they started clowning her as soon as she got off the bus. Yes. It That's, was like, "Oh, she on her, she her robe, it was all of that." And I had, yeah. until, I didn't tell her until I was older. I was like, "It didn't help." I, I feel appreciate- like stuff
2: like that never does. It never does help. I appreciated it. I appreciated
0: yeah. it though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah yep um and that's what i also just decided to start fighting because i've never been i've never been too good with my words as far as Mm -hmm. like jonah and talking smack i'd be like yeah your mom doesn't like you that's why she named you that or like just like just dumb shit that like kids don't care about yeah (laughs) You're like your parents don't love you you don't get enough <laughs> attention at home that's why you act out and talk mess about me and I don't do anything I was very much that kid I was like I'm gonna be a star one day and you're gonna be bagging my groceries I was that I was that kid yeah, yeah, that yeah, reminds yeah, me of
2: yeah. like Leah Michelle on Glee <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't you, you got- ever how, Oh my god, how could you insult me like that? No, yeah. I was a kid. I didn't have anything else, bro. I wasn't I wasn't good with fighting and talking smack and stuff. Um so I just started throwing my weight around and I learned um I learned the state laws about fighting because what I didn't want to do was fight and then get in trouble. I never fought at school. What I did was I went to people's bus stops because sixty feet away from the bus stop is no longer considered school grounds. So I walked to pe- I went <laughs> to people's bus stops and I tried to fight them. <laughs> it was like y'all talking all this mess. Do you want to fight? And they never wanted. It, and they didn't want to fight. Only fought. Crazy. I fought like four people in my actual cul-de-sac like the same house that I'm in right now the mm-hmm. boy who the boy who lives next to me um ended up having to switch schools because he went and lied and told everybody that we had sex um and then I got off the bus in my skirt and I beat his ass yeah pummeled him in his driveway um my mama had to come outside and get me I was just fed up I was Damn. just so uh, I mean it uh, makes sense to be fed up with was, all that stuff yeah 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 For so sure. tired. So tired. So I wanted to know, where are your bullies now? Have you checked up on them? You know where they at? (laughs) Man. See, the thing is, I
2: don't feel like I had specific bullies. Like, I can't, like... Outside of the adults, I guess I—I I feel like I remember all the adults that, like, all the teachers and stuff. But I don't know what they're doing. I have I'm no sorry. Idea, I, I hope but, I
0: hope they're rotting. I'm sorry. Yo,
2: but it's it's hey, we're in Florida, so even if they're working as teachers, it's not a good situation for them. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's karma. <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
0: You're a teacher in Florida. Your life is hell anyway.
2: It, Have a exactly. good time. It really is. Like that's not a profession you want to be in right now here. So, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, but I'm trying to think.
0: I'm screaming. I'm thinking about Junebug.
2: <laughs> yeah, I never kept up with him. There, there was this one kid. So when you're talking about fights, I feel like I've never been in a fight in my life. I feel like one time. Really? Never. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But
0: oh, love that for I, you.
2: I feel like I've hit someone once because, like, we were at a birthday party or something like that. We, Yeah, yeah, we just got back from uh, from paintball, and for whatever reason, he just, like, slapped me in the face randomly. Like, I feel, I don't know, I don't remember if we were arguing or something, but it was, like, a sucker punch kind of thing. And then, oh, so I no. just, like, hit him right back real fast, but it wasn't, like, a fight or nothing because he, like, ran away. But it was, yeah. It wasn't a fight. You
0: and then running.
2: Yeah, but but like it's crazy. I'm surprised I never did because my schools were wild, yo. Like when I was in middle school, our class was so bad. Like my class, as far as like you know, all of us, like class of 11 or whatever, like Mm -hmm. in middle school was so bad that like our administrators did this thing where if we didn't get into a fight for 30 days, we would have extended lunch as like a reward and we never got it (laughs) (laughs) it. like we were bad there were. i remember this kid body slammed a teacher in the courtyard there was like this sixth grader that like threw a desk at a teacher and got arrested on the last day of school I had like, wow. like there was like fights all. And what's crazy is like I didn't go to like any type of like terrible school. I like all the schools I went to were usually like the best schools in like put like the public school area I was in. That's usually but how it goes. Yeah. What was crazy in high school was the high school I went to was zoned, so it had like really rich people. I'm talking about like shack like shack tiger woods all their neighborhood all those kids in there would like go to our school and then we would mm-hmm. have you know like really really poor kids go to the school so you had like a lot of gang activity where like the gangs were selling drugs to all the rich people and like that would cause a lot of conflict stuff because we had a lot of gang activity there but it was like yeah it was it was weird it was a weird experience like florida's a weird place like it really is <laughs> it's like all the memes and stuff it's like i can't even sit here (laughs) it's florida's a weird place like central florida is such like a weird hub of like because it's a tourist city so it's like you got like all different types of people and cultures and all that and like it's it clashes sometimes i'm not gonna lie
0: i see a horrible headline and i immediately like florida and then i scroll and it's florida
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i do want people to know i do want people to know there's like different floridas okay you got florida Period. in the north like the panhandle that's like racist country that's like the all that central florida is like we're we're good here like central florida is okay. not crazy then like miami it miami, I miami. ask
0: do you okay. know who kid fury is
2: kid fury uh if I looked it up, yeah that sounds really familiar.
0: He's on the podcast The Read. They changed the game. This is the only one of the only podcasts up, I yeah. ever listened to The Read. It's Kid Fury and Crystal. Y'all know who Kid Fury is. I've I'm been following up. him since YouTube, but it's a clip of him and Crystal. Yeah, I've seen him. He was talking about <laughs> talking about Florida Well, Crystal was like, "You're from Florida." And he was like, "No, I'm from Miami."
2: It's different. And she
0: was, <laughs> and she was like, she was like, "But Miami's in Florida." He was like, "No, I'm from Miami-Dade County." I'm from- <laughs> It's he, refi- true. he refused to say he was from Florida.
2: <laughs> it's true. Because a lot of the whole, like, the meme of, like, Florida man does this or whatever, that's never, like, central Florida or Miami. That's always, like, up and in, up north. Yeah, like, in the rural areas and all that okay. stuff. Uh, but it's still, it is a mess here, though. I'm trying to leave. It's a mess here. 100%. Oh, it's
0: my a mess. God. But yeah, where well, are your bullies at? Oh, I know exactly where they are. Um,. <laughs>
2: keep it up to... Keeping up the tabs on them. Right?
0: Hey man, it's because I first of all I ran away. I could not wait to get out of here. A lot of people like stayed in this area, like went to Howard, went to like Bowie State University, bro. I could not wait to get as far away from here as possible to where people did not know me. Um, I ended up in the backwoods of Pennsylvania, experiencing the absolute worst racism. Wow, oh, I could experience, bro. I and I'm from a my area is all predominantly black, all like black Ooh, professionals. So that was different shit. for you. Bro, it was it was a culture shock because I'm in PG County. This is, mm-hmm. for those of y'all who know, like the DMV area, ain't nothing but black people out here. You go like further out, like Anne Arundel County, like all those, you'll see like some white people. All I've experienced was like microaggressions. Oh, you speak so well and different yep. shit like that, bro. I got going from that to getting called the hard R to my face, just what? walking out of the union, bro. Just walking out of the union. Someone was like, I was like, pardon me. <laughs> Just real blatant Damn. with it. Just real, real blatant with it. Um, I, I, I was oh so too happy to like run away, but I dreaded coming home. Like coming back home and like being in this area, being in mm-hmm. this neighborhood, because I all my bullies local. All them, all of them live like in the neighborhood next to us, or like in in my actual cul de sac, or Damn. like I know exactly. Oh, but they all want to be friends now.
1: <laughs> really,
0: <laughs> bro? <laughs> Cause,
2: Cause the channel or
0: hey, Amen. Cause of the, cause of the channel, cause Ariana, just for whatever, whatever reason, bro. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so glad you're doing like, thank you. And I don't have no malice. I'm not angry Mm -hmm. no more, bro, but I'm never going to forget. And we ain't never going to be besties. We can, we can be cordial. Even One of them was like, you want to go get a drink? I was like, I'll think about it. You know, like, bro.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't keep up with I don't keep up with people like that that I don't really like like. But I mean, they live so close to you and everything. They're in the in yeah, my yeah. area. So I'll see sense. them like
0: at Target, like one of the girls. Oh, that's that the worst. To, bro, one of the girls who treated me the absolute worst was like working at Target in my area. Mm. And I got her line. <laughs> Oh. I like to test myself. I like to test my growth. Because yeah. if, if I didn't grow, I would have just let the chopper sing. I was like, "Hey, girl, how you doing?" She's like, "Oh, I'm doing okay." You could tell in her demeanor that she <laughs> she just felt. Dude. She was like, oh, I know I how I used to treat you. And I wasn't being nothing but pleasant. Because for what? But I yeah. just... You got to remember that regardless of whether we was children or not, those are our developmental fundamental oh, years. Oh, lives that, with you, for sure. That, like, we're going to talk about it, but, like, it just stays. The way you make people feel, the way that you move with people, regardless, it just all matters. It all Fact. matters. And, and one of the girls who was horrific to me on the back of my bus. I saw her at the nail shop, like the nail shop down the street from my house. She had two babies on her lap. I was like, girl, God bless you. (laughs) God God bless you, girl. I hope everything is good. I hope life is exactly the way you want it. I, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, but she was just like, Oh, Hey Maya. I was like, Hey girl, how you doing? Like just, yeah. But you just, you just, it replays in your mind. I'm like, the last time I saw you, you was calling me a fat bitch and everything else, bro. But now you just, now you just all real nice and somber with it and just.
2: (laughs) You know what's crazy? I feel like as far as like people, because now I'm thinking, you know, you're saying like, where are all these people now? I feel like ever since I've turned into an adult, I feel like I pay more attention to like, where are all like my friends that I used to have? Like, where are they at now? Because I'm not really in contact with anybody. And, like, it's always so sad to see where a lot of people are at, to be honest with you. (laughs) I feel like the majority of people aren't doing so hot, right? And so I feel like that's been on my mind. Like, I I was, like, looking into, like, one of my best friends from, like, middle school who kind of, you know, after middle school, he, like, we went to different high schools. And, like, he fell in with a bad crowd in high school. And, like, ever since, just, like, kind of, like, in and out of jail and all that kind of stuff. Oh, damn. So it was just, like, damn. I feel like, so as far as keeping up with people, I feel like that's more of, like, what I kind of look at. I don't, like I'm saying, I don't even remember my damn bullies. I really don't. I really don't.
0: It was so (laughs) plain for me. It was, it was specific. I know, I'm like, I don't forget a thing. I don't forget a thing. I remember faces, names, I remember everything. And it just don't help. I had to process it because I had to come home from from college and know that these people was like around. And that was before I went to therapy. Shout out to my therapist. Started therapy in like 2017. Bro, it was, it, I had, I had to forgive for myself.
1: Yeah. And I realized
0: I hadn't until I had visceral, physical reactions seeing people just walking about.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the way I just want to walk. It's like, so what was that you were saying when we were like 15, 16? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, it, it sat and it stayed. It, it, it stayed. And I was like, I need to heal. I need to heal. I need to understand that obviously everything that they did was horrific we were children and I have no clue what they were experiencing to make them that evil towards me and I mm. ain't do shit so just trying to have empathy and understanding of, uh, of where people were coming from but it still hurt man Like it still, sure. still sucked it still sucked um, you're also online content creating I want to yeah. know which do you feel like is worse bullying online or real life
2: that's an interesting question that's an interesting question. <clears throat> I'll try. I, I don't know if I can say which one's worse, but I'll say. You bullying got on, online. I feel Did like you? being bullied online is a little scarier. It, you think so? I think it's a little scarier. Now, be, because I feel like for what? Okay. So being a content creator, right? And that being the uh, main source of income, right? Uh, okay. I feel like there's more at stake. Of getting a bad reputation and like something spreading around online because okay. like it'll affect my livelihood compared to just someone saying something to my face, right? Okay. So I feel like it's scarier. However, I would say getting bullied in person is like, I don't know, I haven't been bullied in, in person as an adult. That's another thing. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know how it feels someone like bullied me now that I'm, you know, 29. Like I feel like I just do like, <laughs> Fuck you. Why? Yeah, very that. <laughs> like I, like, you I what ain't what going to jail
0: for nobody. Though. Yeah, like yeah, I don't fight like, no
2: more. If it's nothing like life threatening and someone's just being an asshole to me, I'm just like, okay, like whatever. Like I'm never gonna talk to you again. Like <laughs> whatever, you know what <laughs> saying? And like that's another thing. Like, okay, so like when you're in school and you got to see the same people every day. True. Like that's that is worse. That was... that's worse than online shit for sure. It was like, hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like having to like show up every single day knowing like that someone's gonna pick on you or like Whatever, like that's just definitely worse. 100 mm-hmm. percent worse. Absolutely. Especially because like you're a kid and like you don't know how to like process anything and you don't know uh damn near anything. You don't know anything. it's so like it's 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 a lot to deal with for sure. Um because I feel like I don't know, even yeah, it's yeah, it's all that stuff when you're a kid from the bullying to other traumatic events that happen to you. All that just learning how to process it and then a lot of times you start putting the blame on yourself, but it's never really yeah. your fault. And then all that kind of stuff like it's it's very taxing on the mental. I feel sure. like
0: the the real life bullying prepared me for the online bullying. Yeah. <laughs> like for like real shit. I, I mean,
2: you get bullied way more than me online. But I mean, see. you have a way bigger platform though. But you you get you get bullied more than me for sure,
0: and I have a big mouth, and I'm always gonna use it. Yeah, if I hey, see, if I you, see you fit. speak
2: your mind for sure,
0: 100%, absolutely. Which is good though.
2: I I feel like that's it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? And like I I speak my mind. So like every time I speak my mind, I get bullied online, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like what I'm what I'm deciding, I have more of like a level of um. I try to discern like is this statement important enough for me to want to get across to get Listen, the backlash? I know that's gonna come, right? Every and, time. Yo, so it's like you know what? I have been bullied as an adult. I actually have been bullied <laughs> as an adult. I just I just remember this not to my face, but like when uh 2020, right? When George Floyd happened, right? So, I was very engaged in the cystic fibrosis community. The cystic fibrosis community is like 95% white, right? Because yeah. um pretty much CF is uh like um like a European descent kind of disease basically, right? Wow. I think there's only like 3% of people um, of all people that have CF or black. So I have all these white people on my Facebook, right? D- the George Floyd stuff happens and I'm being very um vocal about it. And I'm talking about doing this. I got so many racist comments that
0: yeah.
2: it drove me out. I'm putting that in quotations because it wasn't like they drove me out, but like it made me so uninterested in being because i was a big advocate for cf like they had me on their national posters they had me wow yeah like i was like i met the president the vp i had their phone numbers and stuff like i was like in there right because i wanted to do public speaking and i wanted like basically the cf foundation to pay me to like go around and like basically raise awareness everywhere and so I had, like, the VP on the line, and he was like, look, if you, like, send me the people's names that are saying this and that, I'll ban them from, like, any CF event, like, I now and in it. the future. So yeah. I did that for a while, but I was getting I was getting so much hate. I was like, look, like, I don't feel a part of this community anymore, so I'm out, and I haven't really been back since. It's been three wow. years now. And so, like, that was definitely... There's two topics that I always get triggered online. It's usually racial shit and then covid stuff right now those two Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. that's my like we all have our specific topics that like we sure do us right and those are my two things like all these celebrities too like when they like talk about covid and like uh, i just i just be wanting to go in and i used to go in but i would i got so much flack when i went in on someone specific that i was like you know i don't even know if this is worth it I don't
0: know. Oh, I, did. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. it's, me, it's me trying to put two and two together. Yeah. Of so who you might have been talking about. But it wasn't about. just
2: that one time either. It's like, like, I literally just made a post um on TikTok, like, last week. And I ended up deleting it because, like, once again, I was getting so many comments. It's just, like, not worth it to me. I don't know. Like, it's just not worth it to my mental. But there was, like, this TikTok video of this doctor, this lady doctor that, um... She like the the point of the video was like, oh, I'm a doctor, but I have a life, too. And so like you see her in her scrubs and she's getting ready for whatever. And then like it cuts and she's at all these raves and festivals and all this kind of stuff. And that's crazy to me personally. Like that's insane to me right now where she's like maskless and stuff like that. And for people that don't know, like vaccines aren't really working right now either because of the new strains and nothing's updated. I'm telling you. So like all and then. Also, the fact of it's just like a lot of people are catching COVID in doctors' offices and hospitals because there's no more masking policies and then a whole bunch of different kind of shit, right? And so, like, when I see something like that where – like, that's not a flex to me. And that's why I said in the video, I was like, it's not a flex – Going to super spreader events and then showing up to work with Dread. high risk people and disabled people. Like it's it's just not a it's not a flex, right? Mm. And like everyone's like, oh, you don't want your doctors and nurses to have a life and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, there's a difference between having a life and going to super spreader events with and like endangering no masks other, lives, and other <laughs> Exactly. Bro. And then going to work with high-risk patients. And I was like, and they're like, oh, so you like I said, they were like, you don't want your doctors and nurses to have I was like, look, if that's if that's their idea of having a life they want to do then find other employment because like (laughs) literally gotta you know you can't just be putting all these patients at risk anyway see i'm saying i can keep going like covid (laughs) stuff is like my i get bullied for that kind of stuff all the time online for sure that's definitely something i get bullied for
0: my mine is abuse that's my line absolutely
2: i see it all the time listen bro i'm never gonna shut up i'm
0: never gonna be quiet I I don't even know that Chris Brown tweet went dumb. I muted it and I'm pretty sure it said like 60K or some wild shit. I was like, oh, I just, you know, like to remind you guys that we are all people. We are the celebrities are not sentient beings. They are not better than any of us. They are human beings and they can be criticized as such. Okay, I don't care about music. I don't care about popularity. I've never cared about any of those things. I care about how you treat people and I'm always gonna take you at face value because I don't know you. Yeah. All I see is you acting a fucking fool and hurting mm-hmm. people. And I'm gonna I'm that's how I'm gonna look at you. <laughs> that's, yeah. how, that's exactly how I'm gonna look at you. Valid. And call and call it a day. Um but I wanna talk about I want to talk about your son. Let's because do it. you because you are a father. Yes. And I wanted to know has your baby experienced any bullying? And as a parent how would you navigate that if he was?
2: Um I I feel like there's been like comments. I wouldn't say like overall um like I, how do I say that? I mean I guess technically it's bullying, but it's been like like one off events. It hasn't mm-hmm. been like some type of consistent thing. Um and I feel like how I handle it personally cuz kind of going back to what your mom did as far as like stepping on the bus and all that. <laughs> I feel like the absolute biggest thing you can do as a parent is raise your kid to have the ultimate, like, self-confidence. Absolutely. Like, and so I feel like that's what I try to do. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, fuck, the, fuck them kids, right? Where it <laughs> like, rolls off the back. They say yeah.
0: something It's like, oh, you hate yourself. And your- it's like,
2: you know, you you acknowledge <laughs> the feelings, right? Like, that sucked. That hurt. That was, like, a hurtful thing that happened to you. Like, you you acknowledge all that. But mm. then at the same time, like you big them up, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you kind of establish the tools of good self-talk for themselves so that when someone else says something, it's just like, no, nah, like that's not who I am. Like I, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So, and it just comes off as like, what's that person talking about? Instead of kind of getting into this point of like, uh,
1: is, th- is that questioning about yourself. Me? you know?
2: Yeah. And like, so I feel like that's what I've been trying to do. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely, um, I feel like anything In life, when it comes to like practically doing something in reality, it's always way harder than just like having the idea of like what you want to do or (laughs) what's ideal. Um, And so, yeah, I feel like I'm just that's the game plan I have. (laughs) That's the, that's the game plan I have
0: building self-esteem building that self-love so that regardless they could say whatever it'll never penetrate it'll never go deeper than the surface it'll go in one ear and out the other that's excellent and then i also try
2: to i remember something my mom told me um when i was like in kindergarten i feel like stayed with me for a while which is funny because like when you were talking about I, i feel like i had texted you something similar to this but like when i was when i was in kindergarten there was this kid that got like the nickname in my class. His name was Bad Stanley. Like that's why everybody was calling him Bad Bad Stanley. Stanley. Because like he was just like always a bully, just mean and all this kind of stuff. But my mom, every time someone happened, I would come home and I'd be like, Stanley did this and Stanley did that. My mom's like, he's not a bad kid. He's just doing bad things, right? Uh, Like his behavior is bad, but he's not a bad person. And I feel like that has like stuck with me kind of my whole life even like with my own self-talk like if I mess up I try to realize like okay like this is my action that was wrong or it was messed up or whatever I'm not bad right Mm -hmm. and I try to I feel like that gives me enough space to grow and change right and so I feel like that's um something else I try to like instill in him too so that like building that empathy for other people but honestly more more importantly like himself because like he's probably gonna mess up and he's probably gonna be a bully to some people here and there say something insensitive or say something messed up and like he needs to have enough space for himself to be able to catch himself listen yeah. to what other people have to say about it um and like learn and grow and be able to change his behavior right um so yeah that's 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 yeah that's,
0: that's my great. two cents on that i it's the way this just popped into my head because it is this incriminating no, just past the statute of limitation. Cause we fought, <laughs> there was there was this girl on mm-hmm. the back of the bus, and she was she was just horrible, man. She was horrible. This was in high school. Um, it was my best friend's birthday. You know, the girls used to go to school wear little crowns or little mm-hmm. sash. It's my birthday, blah blah. Um, we get on the bus, and she she just starts. She threw bottles, like again glass. I'm like, why these kids got glass bottles? On? Throwing That's glass crazy. bottles, and my friend is on her birthday, and she was also used to like getting bullied and we were like this is my best 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 friend I love her um and we we both just snapped she was over it I was over it I drove we drove past our bus stop I gave my books to my friend I said put them on my front porch and I stayed on the bus with my friend I was like oh we gonna get her today I'm tired So time. And I was like, go on, do what you need to do. My best friend had on. For those of you who are listening, y'all remember Jeffrey Campbell boots. You're not gonna know what that is, but big boots. She took her boot off, and the girl was getting ready to leave the bus, and she whacked her, and then they just started fighting. And then they fell on me. they fell on me and I grabbed the girl's hands so my friend could get her some more I held held her hands for like I was so tired of her bro I was like I'm so tired of you talking shit Mm I'm so tired it was just ridiculous and I let her whoop on her and then because it was on the bus you know we got in trouble we had to go to the guidance counselor Um, Mm -hmm. and we lied oh my god we lied absolutely Mm -hmm. I was like I have no idea what she's talking about I didn't do anything I didn't hold her I did absolutely nothing what I will tell you is that she's been bullying us for like the past two years um, yeah. and, and the fight was not unwarranted you know so mm-hmm. we got suspended for like 3-4 days and she got suspended for a week and we just ate so, it so
2: I have a question for you yes, I have sir. a question now. come on ask me something so, so like looking <laughs> back on all that right what would you what advice would you give your younger self about all of that like <laughs> with who you are today knowing what you know now would you have done anything differently what would you have done to build up you know who you were back then like what 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 would you have done
0: i man listen <laughs> it's me <laughs> it's me wanting to validate my younger self no she was horrible she deserved it um we had a whole parent meeting her parents mm-hmm. came and met with me and my friend and my mom was there as like our chaperone. and they asked us again she was like they jumped me we were like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i can't honestly looking looking back she was a, she was just a sad girl mm-hmm. and, and she and she projected all of that negativity onto everybody else and seeing like sitting down with her and her parents her parents seemed like they cared but not completely you know mm-hmm. so I was just like she's just not getting um that proper attention or whatever I would have I probably would have told my younger self to under understand that she's really sad. She's really mm. sad, she's not happy with herself, and that is why she treats people the way that she does. Maybe you know, see if I could grow my empathy a little bit because I'm, I'm extremely empathetic now, but when I was younger, I was just mm-hmm. I was vengeful. Yeah. everybody just treated me like trash and I just got to the point where I was like, okay now I'm just going I'm just gonna treat y'all like trash.
2: Do you feel like with if say you had that level of empathy back then, do you feel like your actions would have been any different?
0: I feel like I would have gotten less fights, probably. Mm. I would have just... I swang first and thought nothing about it. I didn't care. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, y'all don't listen to my words when I tell you to leave me alone. So let mm-hmm. me give you these hands. And I just called it a day. Um, I probably... I definitely would have gotten less fights. My tongue was like really sharp, really mean. I was just... Mm-hmm. I was mean. But it, I it's because people were mean to me. <laughs> and I just yeah. let... I let it drive me at a certain point. Like my last... Actually, no, it was my sophomore year that was worse. That was like the worst yeah. year of school. And I was just letting everybody have it, bro. I couldn't take it no more.
2: Mm. I could so not like, take it. So you said that you like, you know, went to therapy. Is mm-hmm. that is that like where you got a level of, you know, more empathy or like what happened?
0: I got more empathy in college mm-hmm. that it came real natural. It came real natural because I wasn't I wasn't getting bullied on. I was getting picked on. That was like the first time that people were like, oh, Maya's so pretty. And like people were calling me attractive. That was like mm-hmm. the first time that had ever happened ever. And so it was yeah. just a, it was completely different road to navigate. And I just didn't have no reason to be angry. I just wasn't angry people mm-hmm. treated me like a person so yeah. i feel like it just softened me where- you know <laughs> i
2: you know no but what you're saying is so important i i, I kind of want to just make this psa because this yes. is really important where i feel like there's a lot of uh like like self-improvement is like a huge genre and like everyone talking about it and stuff nowadays and like a lot of the times it's very much so a pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of thing as far mm-hmm. as just change your mentality and you'll change your life kind of thing. Sometimes, like, when you're going through trauma and you're in a traumatic space, like, you have to exit it sometimes yeah. to be able to have enough space to be able to change your thoughts and your Come feelings on, and your behaviors and stuff, it. because when you're in those traumatic experiences, like especially as a kid, like all you want to do is feel safe, right? So, like, your words weren't making you feel safe, so you're like, okay, well, maybe these fists will make me be safe, <laughs> right? And so, like, literally, it and, and and that's like how so many um people's lives are, right? Like, they got terrible home lives or terrible school lives or terrible whatever. And we're all just trying to feel safe to some capacity. And a lot of times people like rag on themselves as far as like, man, like, why can't I be more positive? Why can't I make this change? Why can't blah, blah, blah. And they put all of it like on themselves. Mm -hmm. And it is important to, you know, have self-awareness and all that. But like sometimes like if you're trying a whole bunch of kind of stuff and you keep failing to like make a change for yourself, sometimes like you do have to change your external environment. Gotta do it. And you know, everyone's I, I just feel like I see so many messages all the time. is just as far as like the external is kind of like, you know, uh just not important to self improvement a lot of times. And I just feel like that's just not factual. <laughs> I really Absolutely feel like not. that's not factual.
0: I feel like I would have I would have been the same person I was if I didn't leave Maryland and go to college yeah. in Pennsylvania. I would have been around the same people, I would have been seeing the same people. I just would have I would have stayed in a perpetual yeah. state of anger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, that makes sense, though.
0: He's just angry as hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: um, sorry you went through all that, though. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's, appr- that's I appreciate hard,
0: it. That's I a hard
1: upbringing. It.
0: I, this is the last question. Yeah. I, the long lasting effects of bullying. So, yeah. do you feel like you grew? Did it aid in your development at all? Positives, negatives?
2: Um. Okay, that's a good question, too. Let me see. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. This is another one of my rants, I guess. Come so, on. I love it. There is once again a lot of people always talking about how these hurtful or traumatic situations, they're always like uh like turning into something positive or you grow from it or whatever. I feel like there's a lot of empty platitudes there. Like I feel like trauma does not inherently make you stronger. Like even if it's <laughs> yes. something you work through, right? Like it's not necessary. Like trauma is necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessary to make you a strong person and all that other bullshit people be talking about. I don't agree with that at all. So, I feel like, no, I don't think the bullying I went through made me stronger. I think I'm stronger in spite of it. You know what Come I'm saying? On.
1: Like,
2: I think I was able to, I have a really great support system around me. Like, my family's always been supportive. You know, I got a great wife right now. And so, I've been able to work through my own shit and become, uh, a level of, I'm going to say wiser because I still very much so struggle with a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety due to said bullying and just other traumatic things I went through in my past. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's also kind of like healing, I don't think is a destination. I feel like it's very much so kind of like just a way of being, like just like this constant thing that's always going on. And so... I feel like the bullying a hundred percent had lasting effects on me in not a good way that I'm like constantly working through, Uh, especially like when it comes to like things like, like I have a lot of internalized ableism a hundred percent. And I didn't even know what the hell that meant until like a couple years ago. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I had a lot of that. And then like, so I had two brothers, right? I got two brothers, uh, mom and dad, my dad passed away, but I'm just saying, so I had five people in my family growing up and I was the only person that had any type of health issues and I'm kind of learning how that was also traumatic for me. Um, like that experience there. Um, and then like, you know, when I was born, they, the, the life expectancy of having CF was like in the teens. Right. So like mm. dying's always been top of the mind for me. Um, and so it's just been a lot of, um, working through things. Right. And, yeah it definitely it definitely still affects me 100 percent, absolutely yeah yeah. affected my self-esteem a lot and i feel like i'm um and i feel like that's why when i was talking about as far as how i want to parent i feel like that's like the biggest thing that i feel like my parents did help me with my self-esteem i just think uh for whatever reason it didn't stick necessarily (laughs) but i feel like um I honestly like realistically I feel like it is because of my brothers in a sense like not that they were me like I'm probably the closest with my brothers I've ever seen with siblings like ever in my life right The thing was is like my oldest brother is like a super high achiever academically right like he went to Duke and like he had like the 4.0 in high school and all this kind of stuff and the same thing with my my other older brother my the middle one of us he's like you know
0: oh you're the youngest I'm
2: the I'm the youngest He's, like, you know, a physicist and all this kind of stuff. And, like, I hated school, right? So I feel like I had all these expectations to do well academically. And, like, I did. I graduated summa cum laude and stuff. and Come come on. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, like, I went to college. I graduated, got my creative writing degree and stuff. But it was, like, I never felt like I was doing, like, the right academic stuff. Because, like, I didn't want to take AP classes, so I didn't take AP classes, right? And then I always felt like I... Because, like, part of it was just I couldn't do the workload because of, like, my sickness and stuff. Like, I just couldn't put as much time into it as they could, right, and as much effort. And so, like, stuff like that always made me feel lesser than it. Like, even if they didn't try to, it made me feel like that just because, like, it felt I, like I had yeah. such high expectations. Um, so, I, yeah, oh, that's my rant right there, I guess.
0: It's the expectations <laughs> part, man. Yeah, because, I'm yeah. You, know, I, you know, I'm the oldest of four kids. Mm. So, I'm, I'm at the top of the heap. And I had to be on my Ps and Q's at all times. And it was stress. It was just nothing but stress. (laughs) But yeah, the long lasting effects. It's it was the self esteem. It was me like coming into myself. I feel like I just recently like came into myself all the way. Like I can appreciate every part of myself even the parts that like I'm working on but I just I ain't feel attractive for years and that affected a lot of my decisions I didn't feel mm. capable of doing things that I wanted to do cuz cuz it didn't it it felt like nothing I wanted to do mattered because I was fat bro Mm. nothing nothing else mattered it was the only thing that people acknowledged about me as a person so everything else that like i loved like music and theater and dance and all of that stuff that i felt like i excelled at just didn't it just didn't matter because at the end of the day i'm still maya who was fat and Mm. and i wasn't going to be able to accomplish any of my dreams so now me as a 28 year old Trying to rewire my mind and be like, no, my talent is is <laughs> more than present. It is more than valid. Yeah. I can I can accomplish anything that I want to accomplish. I had to go back and realize where the root of all of my self doubt has been, and it's been insane being yeah. online and singing a little bit of something, and people be like, hey, girl, what is that? We it, and it just complete. It's like it jolted me back, like, oh yeah, I am a singer. Oh yeah, mm. like I am an actress. I do love to do these things. Damn, why did I stop doing those things?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: why? Why did I? Why do I feel like unworthy of everything that I've ever wanted? Like, and it was all of that. That definitely came from bullying. Um, and I completely agree with you as far as like we don't need to experience trauma yeah, in order no. to grow and be <laughs> strong. Um, but what I will say is that the trauma and the bullying and everything that I experienced. <laughs> it's made me Teflon, mm-hmm. impenetrable. The online bullying, people can say words as as long as the day is long. I will never care. It will it goes in one ear and out the other because I know, especially now, <laughs> yeah. who I am as a person, what I bring to the table. And and just it's just never going to affect me. So I'm like, yeah. that was, I guess, a decent outcome. Because I've been called everything under the sun. Been hit with everything. Been treated like trash to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Nothing people type. Because <laughs> how you read stuff. And I'm like, baby, you would never, you yeah. would never say that in my face. Everything that I put on my Twitter are words that would come out of my mouth <laughs> to whoever yeah. I'm talking to. So I, knowing those things about myself now and like moving in a way that I've never felt like I've been able to move and being confident in myself and my capabilities, um, that definitely came from experiencing all of those you know, horrible things. It just made me. It made me very. It made me For hard. Sure. I shouldn't have had to experience it, but I definitely feel like I flipped it on its head, and now I'm using it to my benefit. Because yeah. y'all can call me fat all day. It's a fact. Per she's fat <laughs> and successful and hilarious and talented and she's going places. Yeah. <laughs> so, she's like, so, that's what I'm so talking all, about. Listen, it's fat and yeah. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I oh, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely definitely used it to my advantage. Um but as us as content creators, that that whole point you made about our livelihood, bro. Yeah. I think about that I think about that often. I feel like calc- you got to make s- some calculated decisions in order um to continue thriving and moving forward, because people will try to get up, get you up out of here with the quickness. But um, everything yeah. that we talk about, everything that like we stand by, if we're like negating something or talking about something that's wrong, um, in my mind, I'm like, baby, if you dip because I don't like abusers, please leave. Yeah. <laughs> please, uh, please oh, remove true. yourself. You shouldn't have been here to begin with. Let me introduce myself. My name is Maya, and these are things I will not tolerate. Oh yeah. my! In life or on my platform, okay, it's, just, sure. it's never gonna happen. Um, but I definitely shout out to my bullies, man. Shout out to our bullies. <laughs> shout, out, shout out! Shout out to all. I don't of know people. about that.
2: You just, <laughs> you just speak for yourself. No. <laughs>
1: Alright, All
0: fine, fine. Shout out, shout hey. out to my bullies. Shout out to the people who who tried to make, who tried to just put out the little fire in my heart. Man, she's here yeah. and she's thriving, and I and sure. I'm happy about that. I'm I'm so happy about it.
2: <laughs> no, that's amazing. I, I'm glad that you know you were able to really, uh, like incorporate just your whole self, right? Like when it comes to. Uh, any type of aspects of yourself, like that's not that's not an easy thing to do. That is extremely hard to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like when it does come to turning lemons into lemonade with everything you've been through in life, I mean, I 100% agree with that. Uh, like if, if you're able to do that, if people are able to do that, like absolutely, it's definitely beneficial. Mm-hmm. I just don't want people to feel ashamed of not being able to do that. Right. Because- sometimes you can't or like sometimes it'll take your whole life or sometimes so it'll just be this constant struggle that you constantly have to show yourself grace with mm-hmm. right because you know some stuff we can um uh, kind of you know uh what, what's the word i'm looking for um i don't want to say like get over it but like it becomes <laughs> part of you and you can just like accept it as yeah. like a thing right and sometimes we can do that and then sometimes we can kind of uh transmute those terrible things that happen to us into these positive things and like that's that's awesome if that's possible i've done that with some different kind of things uh but yeah i think like as far as i know we're about to end this but i just want to say like a a long lasting (laughs) effect after you were just talking i would say is just like this constant feeling of shame right i feel like a constant feeling of shame and so i think when it comes to how i always want other people to feel i don't want people to feel ashamed of themselves right mm-hmm. um and i feel like in the healing community there is a lot of like shame placed on people it in is my ridiculous
0: opinion. it's ridiculous. <laughs> like oh so, you can't heal you need to keep trying it's like exactly baby, every- everybody in their own time at their own capacity i will exactly. say that i'm like if you're if you're listening and you're dealing with some bullying right now i need you to Turn it completely inward. Validate yourself. Those people yes. are those people and you are you. And their words, I I just need you to understand. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Have you ever read the book, The Four Agreements? Uh, yeah,
2: I actually have. Mm-hmm.
0: And the second agreement is is the second agreement, sir, nothing. Don't try not to take anything personal. Those people are simply projecting what's going on in their own life, and their own reality. Don't make it a part of yours. Yeah,
2: that movie thing in that book was crazy. Like the looking at the, you know what I'm talking about? That part was insane.
0: (laughs) Great book, great book. Yeah,
2: y'all should check that out. That was a good book for sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Bobby, for doing my show.
2: Thank you for having me on. This was awesome to talk about, you know, a topic like this for sure. Like, it's <laughs> it's just interesting kind of looking back on it in real time while we're talking about it. Because, uh, like, I just have – man, I feel like I could talk – I could talk about anything for hours. Like no, me, got, bro. <laughs> I got so much to say, you know what I'm saying? So, like, no, it's great because um, – I'm not sure about your page, but I feel like a lot of young people follow my page. I mean, we're in music. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of young people that follow you. And so I just hope if they're watching this and they are in high school or whatever, and just struggling, I hope it could give them a little bit of like hope and a little bit of, um, Healing and stuff right and just like a level Of understanding because like sometimes When you be going through stuff you just think you're so alone
0: Yeah um, we all on the journey baby but, And we grown yeah. we are two grown adults sitting right here still <laughs> Pushing through and pushing past Those errors of our lives so you are Not 100%. alone you are not alone Tell us where we can find you Bobby And what you gonna be doing man
2: Facts so you can find me Honestly if you type Bobby Foster in Google I'm everywhere no, I'm just Yes I <laughs>
0: But, <laughs> I'm global, I'm international. I'm worldwide. But, yes, sir. Yeah, I got a
2: YouTube channel where I do music reactions. Uh you could type in Bobby Foster. I am Bobby Foster is my channel, I think. And then uh underscore Bobby Foster on Twitter. Uh what am I on TikTok? I had to change it up. <laughs> underscore Bobby Foster 23 on TikTok. Yeah. Uh and also has, I'm starting to sell some art stuff on Etsy which is fire, like yes. custom posters of albums and musicians and stuff so y'all could check very that affordable out. go go Facts. check that out everything's like 15 bucks uh and that's called foster the artistry uh my my etsy shop on there uh but I yeah y'all it. just
0: foster the artistry foster yeah. the conversation it's Bobby the brand foster, foster the
2: knowledge you know yes! the brand.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no i just yeah that's where y'all can find me at and uh it'd be awesome if you could join yo my community that's growing because like i said earlier in the podcast that is my absolute favorite part of this so far 100 gotta 100%. join
0: the community so it's a, it's a wonderful space to be in you are a wonderful spirit bro thank you for coming again i appreciate it and thank you guys for listening and or watching with us on patreon i'll see you in the next one bye
1: see ya